Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Super excited. Just read that Succession is coming back. Uh, the third season is is, is going to be with us soon, and I'm so excited. I missed a lot of my shows. COVID really, COVID really, it, it allowed us to advance some other shows like Lupin on um, uh, Netflix and a few other things I really got into because my shows weren't on yet. Um, but Succession and Billions, I'm looking forward to finishing the season they were in the middle of that got, that got, uh, truncated and then a few other shows. It's just like, okay, you know, um, you can tell they, they tried to make enough shows, but they had to stop and I get it, but I'm ready for my shows to come back. Um, I don't watch a ton of TV, but the ones I watch, I'm really into. And I love Billions and I love Succession, which is kind of hard to watch. It's kind of loosely based on Rupert Murdoch's family. Um, You know, it it was a tough watch initially, but I think they really found their groove by the second season. And so, you know, the third season ought to be really good. Anyway, I, uh, you know, got a great night's sleep unbelievable yesterday was pretty jam-packed i had to get up super early go to the dentist go to work uh then make sure my mom got to her doctor's appointment you know so it was kind of a busy day but followed by a busy weekend but life is good i can't complain things are going well um moves are being made i think for me the hardest thing in life is when you're in holding patterns when you know when you're waiting for something to happen or you're waiting for more information or just kind of, you know, I, I hate that feeling. And, you know, if you're a spiritual person, you believe that faith, you're supposed to just, you know, go by faith and just wait and be patient. But that's super hard. You know what I mean? You know, and when I say I'm a spiritual person, I, for anybody who hasn't really been listening for the last four years, um, I don't believe in God as the old white man in the sky judging us because that's what we were taught pretty much in Catholic school. Like, there's this old white dude. He's going to get really angry with you if you don't do all the things you're supposed to do. And so I I don't know. I just sort of rejected that even as a young person. It didn't make a lot of sense. I was like, why is he so mad all the time? What kind of God is so judgy and so... um, you know, and don't sleep. I had my very real fear of doing the wrong thing for a long time. But I just, you know, I just got along with it. But I really wasn't like, I don't know. I was always sort of like confused <laughs> by the mixed messaging. Um, even though I just mangled that last sentence. I did what a Catholic school person should do. I tried to do that all the time. And then when I failed, I felt extraordinarily guilty. And guilt was a big part of my life well into my 20s. And I don't know, at some point I was just like, this is a useless emotion. Why do I feel guilty for doing something that in the moment I thought was the right thing to do? What is the point of feeling guilty afterwards? You know, so eventually I was able to shed the guilt and that took me on a whole nother spiritual journey because I think ultimately you're just trying to have a great relationship with yourself. And then once you cultivate all of that inside of you, then you can share that with the world. Right. 
Um, I just watched this thing last night on YouTube that broke down the movie The Matrix. The The title of the of the video was too enticing to pass up because I was a big Matrix fan because I don't know. I just didn't feel like Warner Brothers thought that was going to be a big film because they released it in like February of that year. I want to say 1999. And it was like, oh, I'm sure because I interned at that studio, I could hear all the execs saying, it's got Keanu Reeves <laughs> and uh, Larry Fishburne, and they ball-headed and they doing karate. Oh, yeah, this is, we'll be lucky if we get our money back. <laughs> and to their surprise, it was a huge hit. You know, listen, I don't... I don't know if they're as strict about it now as they used to be, but the film release schedule used to be very telling. If they thought the film was going to do something, they would never put it out in in February. They put it out in the summer. It would be like a July opening, and which I think the 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 sequels the sequels show you how they how much they didn't care about the first one because they released the sequels to much fanfare at different times uh i i don't know that for sure but i i will go i will go with my gut on that um because in movie business you don't want to lose people's attention so if you think the film's going to win an oscar you release it close to oscar voting season that's late fall towards the end of the year if it's a blockbuster you release it in the summer just people are the kids are off and they'll go back over and over and over again. Now, of course, that's probably been changed with COVID and streaming. But back then it was still the rule. So you could tell they didn't care shit about this movie. And uh, I watched how someone their uh, their the website is called The Take and how they broke down, you know, basically how all humans are living in some form of the matrix uh, when you don't connect with the truth when you choose comfort over uh you know wisdom when you choose um you know the nicer things over um you know possibly the truth you know which hopefully and discomfort because yeah they weren't living a great life but they were woke so to speak (laughs) you know they they were uh uh, eating gruel, you know, if you remember the people in that ship, they weren't living the the greatest lives. But when they would plug into the matrix, you could, you know, you could have dope cars, you could look cool, you could your clothes were better, everything looked better in the matrix. And a lot of people didn't want to come out of the matrix. And so they kind of break it down uh, to to regular lives. Like, you know, there are so many people who You know, for me, I think it's people who don't know what's going on around them, who don't pay attention to. um, And and I'm all for not being completely immersed in bad news, but I'm not for pretending nothing bad is happening because it's not happening to you. You know what I mean? Like, read the news. Be a part of your community. A lot of people are in the matrix because they just don't want to know the truth. They want to be comforted with how they feel. So, so many of these elections and so much of this chaos that we're living in right now is because people are completely uninterested in facts and truth 
and knowledge and um, growing <laughs> as a as a species, they're more interested in how they feel. Well, I'm mad, so everybody needs to be mad. Or I'm happy, so everybody should be happy. Or, you know, this this weird attachment to not following the rules. Like, I don't know what that track star did, but I read the headline and it basically said she can't compete in the Olympics because of drugs. I want to say weed. Well, you know, I didn't go into the story because I don't I don't understand people like I could be dead ass wrong. I don't know the whole story. But if it's just the headline, if the headline is accurate and telling, if you know the rules, then don't do those things. You know what I mean? And maybe that's not accurate to her story, but I know it's accurate to a lot of stories I see. People are always trying to get around being accountable. And I think right now it's at epic levels where people know the rules and they still break the rules, but they think they're exceptional in some way. Here's a a small one, but it's crazy. In St. Louis right now, there are people driving around with temporary tags on their vehicles from like 2019. You only get 30 days to get your car registered. You know, so you're costing the state tax revenue. You're not paying. If you can't afford the car, then don't buy it. If you can't afford the sales tax, that means you can't afford the car. So don't buy it. And I'm not judging you. I'm just saying don't feel some kind of way when someone finally pulls you over and gives you a ticket and forces you to pay the sales tax and you lose your car. Then you say something like, they just targeted me because I was black. No. Or they just targeted me because I don't, I, I wasn't speeding at all, but they, they pulled me over for no reason. That kind of thing. And I'm using the ex- example of black because it's mostly because that's what I see. And I, and I live in a black neighborhood and I mostly see black people getting pulled over. Um, yes, sometimes it's predatory because some of these little municipalities can't make any money other than tickets. So, yes. Some of that is true and it's wrong, you know, but also it's wrong to not pay your sales tax on your vehicle for two years, three years. I've seen some as old as 2019. um, And if people are within a couple of months, they really they really push it. And I get it. But part of purchasing the vehicle is being able to pay the sales tax. So just have the money. If you can't afford the sales tax on that vehicle, then get a cheaper vehicle. And then don't drive around with tons of weed and drugs and guns in your car and get mad when you get pulled over and thrown in jail. Because that's a license for someone to just pull you over. And they're not picking you out in random. You see? I've been pulled over with expired plates. I legitimately did not realize the plates had been expired. So, you know, if I had been sitting there with a gun and I'm a felon, that means I'm going to jail. (laughs) So I just don't understand, you know, this complete flaunting of the rules and then wondering why you're in trouble. And again, 
I'm not a racist against my own race. I just see it happening a lot in the black community. And they feel some kind of way about it. And they always have like an excuse. Like, well, he just pulled me over. Yeah, he pulled you over because your tags, you, you, you have temporary tags that are three years old. And if you can't afford it, I've been broke before. I've been broke a long time in my life. I've I've had to choose, like, how am I going to pay for it? I've, I know what it's like to not have money. But guess what? You have to learn to live within your means. So you you bought the car you loved, but you couldn't afford the, what, $1,000 sales tax? So, you know... That means you bought the car. That, you bought a car that was too expensive for you. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't know this track runner story, but I just have to think. You know, people are in this weird place where they don't love following the rules. But I don't understand. You have to be accountable, and we don't want to live in a society where people aren't held accountable. You know, do you want murderers to just get off because, you know? they're young and black and they need a better shot in life or you know they have mental illness and they stabbed up their whole family and you they just should go free <laughs> because I don't understand this I don't understand the world we're living in where no one is getting held accountable and it's okay it's just strange it seems like accountability is like a unicorn and it shouldn't be you know if you do something Stand up, be a grown up. I, yeah, I did it. You know, hopefully it's not something like murder, but if it is, you know, be a grown up and admit what you did and pay the price for it. There's consequences for everything. I don't know. I just, I don't understand. So if that was, if, if it was as simple as that and you knew the rule, then don't smoke weed. I mean, I don't understand. It's not legal everywhere. Federally, it's not legal. I think it should be. But also, I think people have problems with drugs, uh, even even the lightweight ones like weed. Especially, I just found out you can do something that's uh, just THC concentrate. And apparently, that's just a straight-up hallucinogen. So, I mean, it's it's a slippery slope when you start messing around with these drugs. Because drugs interact differently with different people so who knows like she she may be a chronic smoker to the point where she could be an addict I don't know but if the rule is no no marijuana then guess what if you want to be an Olympian don't do marijuana you know and and maybe the Olympics needs to modify you know certainly some rules are goofy in these sports you know I think it's dumb that college athletes can't get paid they, they clearly generate income for the university. You can't, It's a free commercial. When your university is dope in sports, it's a commercial for people to go to school there. I cannot tell you how many people I know who love Ohio State because of football. And a lot of kids went there because of football. They like, they like to know that they're going to a winning program, even though they couldn't care less about football. So... It's a lot of shit I don't understand. So I can't base the world on that. But I'm just saying, follow the rules and don't be surprised when you have to pay the consequences because you didn't follow the rules. That's life. Grow up. Which is very un-American, I get. (laughs) We're at a time in America where people are like, nah. (laughs) 
I don't want to get no vaccine. Okay, people are dying. This new variant thing is stronger than ever. It could, it could really take you out. You going to get the vaccine? Nah. Okay. Very interesting. I think you should get the vaccine. Uh, it's just It just seems logical at this point, um, which I know is asking a lot. But come on, America. Come on. I'm rooting for you. And then I'm moving to Toronto. All right. I hope everybody has a great, great, productive Wednesday. Um, Just be well, be safe, and absolutely be your best. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. I really do appreciate you. And with that, see you tomorrow. Everything you need, everything you need, pick up.